Sleep Out <laughs> Podcast is a Straight free podcast it. made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, Trent here, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode two, two, one. This week on Toy Power, we hit up all the latest news and then we jump into toys that are damn near perfect. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Hello, hello. And Darren. Hello, one and all. Let's get into some news. Three, two, one. And this is going to start off with probably some of the biggest news oh, yeah. for our good friend Rob McCallum, who has smashed the Kickstarter for the Faking Filmation documentary. Went in, went in. I think at thirty thousand dollars. I think I think I heard him say they'd be happy if they happy. got to thirty. They were, you know. And this is the thing <laughs> we've heard. I've I've talked to a lot of people that have run kickstarters, and there's a lot of planning that goes into them. And then there's the moment where you go live, and there's doubt. There's yeah. always doubt. Uh, look, F- cross people, your fingers. Yeah, like are yeah. people going to be wanting to spend money on a documentary now? Is is masters oversaturated? And I think he was he was at the thirty in a couple of days. Yep. Final tally, drum roll, please. One hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. Ka-ching, ka-ching. So that's well fantastic. Done. Look, that's yeah, what a triumph. For great, Rob. great news for Rob and, and James. James. And I think I noticed on his either Facebook or LinkedIn, Rob is now officially making faking filmation so that's, <laughs> that's, his, that's his full-time that, that's job his job now <laughs> when you've got that many backers expecting big things you're like yep. okay that's all i'm doing now but it's super <laughs> cool like this because you know james lives in england i mm. think he's he's based near london yep. so this is a trip now for rob to get on a plane with potentially his crew wow and fly over for whatever it is two weeks or, or whatever the film schedule is but that's fantastic congratulations rob fantastic news and we can't wait to see the journey shut up and take my money all right moving on to super 7 disney ultimates wave 2 now i don't think any of us could imagine what wave 2 was going to bring there was so right. much speculation yeah on right. our discord as people were throwing yep. all sorts of things yeah yep. so we've got the alice in wonderland alice herself which is absolutely fantastic the mad hatter as well from alice in wonderland absolutely fantastic the uh, now, how do you pronounce this? Hyacinth hippo from uh, Hi- hyacinth. Hi- hyacinth, yep. And that is from Fantasia, Fantasia I believe. right? Yeah. yeah. So to go with the Mickey, yes. the uh, magic Mickey, yes. And uh, Robin Hood, uh, aka the Stork, as well from Robin Hood, the mm. uh, you know anamorphic character of uh, Robin Hood. So the Stork is obviously a uh, pack in character so you you only get one character with Robin Hood and he is the alter ego that uh, enters the bow and arrow combat right, in order yes. to yep. because you know um, Robin Hood himself can't enter the combat <laughs> he's an outlaw <laughs> yeah so that that'll be very interesting to see actually how they fit that all together because the size difference between the two characters well, is we've enormous. seen some other pictures I think uh, Patreon Emily Flynn shared them and basically the 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 hands or the you know the feathers and they seem to be plug plug in yes, pieces they so are. Yep. you're actually only getting one figure but you're getting the accessories to turn this figure into something com- completely different yes um, as well as you know all the regular you get the two sets of arrows the regular Robin Hood bow and arrow and then the stork ones which are all crudely made out of twigs and, and branches yeah. and stuff yep. so it's genius absolutely genius seeing the hippo you now have to sit there going, all right, so they're not just doing the token Mickey from Fantasia. Are we expecting a pink elephant in like wave three? Because there's a lot of wacky stuff. Yeah. Like, it's been a while if you haven't seen Fantasia, but there's this 
this line is great because it's just so much they can pull mm. from. Well, I, I called it. I want to see the big demon dragon thing from uh, Fantasia. The yes. at the end of the movie, I want to see that, and definitely the dragon from uh, Sleeping Beauty, the purple and yeah, black dragon. That's a good shout out with the green flame breath. That'll so, be the builder figure. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's it's the deep cuts already. I think like we're getting the Mad Hatter, who mm. is a, a prominent character, but. You know, it, it's it's Alice is obviously the big number one from that film, and there's probably I'd call it maybe some bigger characters in that movie. Yeah. So and then to get the hippo, you know, we're getting three or four figures per wave. I mean, how long to get a roster in? You know, and this is just they've started with the really early stuff. Like some of these, this animation comes yeah. from the is it the forties? Forties? Yeah, yeah, I think Alice yeah. in Wonderland's pretty. Uh, and yeah. and if they sort of you know they, they're delving this deep into the early stuff, it'll be like wave eight by the time they get to some of the nineties stuff. Your yeah. Lion Kings and Aladdins and these sorts of things, they've got they've got years worth. Of oh, I mean, they could do ten years. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Now, we did... I love some of the accessories. I mean, these are ultimates, right? Yeah. So we expect the ultimate treatment. The Mad Hatter comes with two heads. He's got, like, the teapot with the three snouts yeah. pouring into yep. three cups. <laughs> and it's in, it's in pouring motion. I, yep. I think that's genius. Um, The hippo comes with three heads as well. Yep. Uh, like, a couple of... You know, one very open mouth, one closed mouth, and one sort of medium. Alice has three heads. She has the uh, glasses look, the surprise look, and the regular... And as we said, Robin Hood has the the kind of the two looks. Um, we we did notice a bit of chatter on the Discord about the face, maybe the Al- likeness yeah, on Alice. Alice is probably the only one. If you go back and look at stills from the original animation, as was the style back then, her eyes were very much, I guess, dreamier is probably yeah. the only way I can think to describe it. This they've gone for. I think if Alice was to be rebooted or redone now, this is how she'd look. But I don't think it's a hundred percent in the face, particularly. Yep. I don't think it's 100% accurate to, to what you saw on screen. Yeah, and I think the chin almost yeah. is a bit more rounded in yeah. this. It, it's There's very pointed pointy. features in the original in the original animation. But well, like the Robin Hood is just oh, spot on. He's, a, he's my favorite of this way. Absolutely. I, and I love, what am I saying? I know I remember we talked about when the news broke and Super 7 was in partnership with, I think, was it the, the guy that does the cloth goods? Mm. Um, maybe it was an Australian guy, but yep. I can't remember the name. But like the hippo has the tutu... Alice from like the waist down, it's it's cloth. It's cloth. Oh wow! Yeah, and then obviously the Robin Hood in his stork outfit has the sort yep. of the rain jacket kind of look. And the, the hippo, the tutu, is comes in two different colors. Yes, as well. correct. Oh, yeah, that's nice. right. But I, I, I mean, I'm looking at these, and obviously these are nice, you know, photo op pics. Mm. But the cloth goods do look amazing. Like that Alice, it almost looks seamless. Yeah, and that that can be hard to do. So I, I think you know they're expensive. They're $55 US figures, but you are getting the ultimate treatment. I know a lot of people, I read, you know, comments online and how people react. And I think they do see these as being too expensive, a lot Mm. of people. But I think you do, we know what the ultimates are like. Yep. We know the quality you're getting. I think, you know, this is, this is the right price point for the quality and the accessories. Yeah. Mm. And they're over in your price range or they're not. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, they're still cheaper than a statue in you know that's yeah, my argument back you know yep. so which is you know you've got the alice you've got sorry the disney pop figures and then there's nothing else Not in the middles yeah. you've got these ultimates and then you've probably got the you know oh, yeah. artistic Side statues sort of stuff, yeah. yeah moving on now i think darren is about to uh, break out into some booming voice did. in a minute how did you know <laughs> he already did to our patreon i did a little exclusive clip that and we don't just... have any patrons anymore after i did that <laughs> it all away. Um, we have some exciting news some some revelations shall i say uh, with, uh, from, from mattel in the master universe revelations toys revealed in the packaging from the master verse line and we have seen he-man Evil in Skeletor, Mossman, Battlecat, and a um, godlike Skeletor. Skelly, Skelly God. Skelly God. Skelly God. Yeah. <laughs> with what one can only assume, given the this sword that he comes with, that he's now empowered with the powers of Grace. And Skull, even which... the, the chest markings, he's got like a very sort of like a looks like a chest tattoo, but it's the He Man H yeah. type yeah. thing. Looks, like... looks like it's almost burnt on. Yeah. 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 It's a very cool design. Bit of a spoiler, I think. For the show, yeah, probably does wield the power yeah. of Grayscale at some point. I the- think that is awesome. That's something I always wanted as a kid. I wanted to see, you know, Skeletor, Hordak, King Hiss, whoever, you know, the independent villains. I wanted to see Grayscale and, and the universe, for want of a better term, 
changed regime fairly, you know, yeah. I just think that, you know, that that's what keeps the story exciting and fresh and, and moving forward. So I love the idea that that this could, you know, um, turn things, you know, turn the tables and, you know, make for great storytelling. And the, the screen caps that were revealed, look, uh, and I must shout out John Clawfield because our Patreon, because he was the first one who drew my attention to it. My God, does, do they <laughs> look so good. The animation looks so exciting. Um, and and that, that I really feel Masters of the Universe is back, baby. <laughs> yeah. and, I, think it, I think it is back. And, and I can't wait. Bring it on. Yeah. No, definitely July back in a big 23rd, way. July 23rd, it happens to be my dad's birthday. And I've already told him I'm unavailable. Cancel. Cancel everything that's going on. I'm gonna, was it five episodes of drop? I, I said to him, you know, July 23rd is a sp- very special day. Now. <laughs> <laughs> It might, it might legally. Luckily, he saw the funny stuff. It might legally be your birthday, Dad, but really, it's my birthday. Yeah, yeah. really, I'm getting the I'm gift. getting the gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get two birthdays this year. What, what do we think now? Look, we had seen images of the four figures, mm. grainy images, leaked images. I think these. This was the official reveal. Yes. by Mattel, and I think they look great. We we saw Battle Cat and uh, Skelly God for the first time. Skelly God apparently is oversized, mm. so he'll be larger than yeah, these. Comes a in a deluxe, bigger box, deluxe yeah. figure. What are our thoughts, Frank? Might start with you. You're a big um, Ultimates man. You love your Ninja Turtles Ultimates by Super Seven. You love your Marvel Legends. How do these fit in your collecting landscape? Honestly, as much as uh, Origins, I've sort of cherry picked these. These are doing it for me. They really are. They're that. Uh, you could honestly fit them in with your Marvel Legends or your DC Universe Classics. And you could see, you want to see Superman and He-Man punch on? You can do that with these figures. They've got double-jointed elbows, double-jointed knees. They've got their ankle pivots and rockers. Uh, ab crunches from what I could see on some of them. I, I, it's what I'd thought. I, you know, He-Man is great and I've got a lot of the vintage stuff right behind me, but articulation has become, as I get become a little bit older, articulation in figures has become my thing and that's never been Master's strong suit. Even the 2003 stuff suffered from some weird articulation choices. This is like, it looks like He-Man. It's not some weird space age do-over. That, I'll save that for the kiddies cartoon coming later this year. But this is the He-Man I recognise as a good-looking six-and-a-half, seven-inch figure, all the articulation, alternate hands, alternate heads, boom, done. I'm in. Wicked. Wicked to hear. So a little bit of a story about how revelations have hit my world. Uh, At work, there's not really many people in the workplace uh, that care for toys and things, which is fine. You know, that's cool. Uh, That's the workplace I work in. However, I I went into work and uh, one of my, not my personal regional manager, but another regional manager that I've uh, brushed shoulders with a few times, sent me a personal email to the shop saying, Ben, have you seen Master Universe Revelations? (laughs) Like, this looks awesome. So that just rocked my world that it's getting to those sort of people that uh, started to, you know. Not the traditional fan fans. Yeah, yeah. Because on my personal Facebook feed, as Trent said earlier, I couldn't scroll without seeing, you know, more more of the same pictures over and over again and the excitement. Oh, I've everything. seen those five or ten pictures, <laughs> yeah. you know, 500 times, yeah. I reckon. And, yeah. and, and each time I, I scroll past them, I stop for another in-depth look because it, <laughs> it, it, is, it is beautiful. Like then we, when we say animation, when we're seeing stills, yep. but they are beautifully rendered. 100%. Beautifully yeah. designed. They're yep. classic designs. We had this question, I think, really early on when they sort of first gave the SKUs and it was like um, He-Man original or He-Man classics, mm. Evil Lynn, and then she was like, had a different terminology. And we're seeing that now, like, yeah, okay, this is her alternate look. But they're clearly giving everyone their, you know, original look yeah. so you can get the nice original figures. And then at some point, you know, Skeletor changes his look or yeah. Evil Lynn changes yeah. her look. And, yeah. and I'm digging... I really like the evil Lynn with the white hair. Yep. Um, in that, I think some people called her the waterbender evil Lynn ah, from, from yes. Avatar. Like she does very much have <laughs> so that good. waterbender kind of look. Yep, yep. But I love that. I love look. I love the fact we're getting original versions, so mm. we can go. There's He Man. That's the one I remember. Mm. But but maybe we'll get you know like a 
this is when he gets another power and he upgrades into a different armor. They all get on. a piece of the power of Grayskull <laughs> yeah. and all turn into he gods and yeah. evil well, Lin gods. Well, they always were masters in the universe. It always mm. was a collective. Yeah, but universe. you got masters and then you got gods. Like, That's true. You know, where do you go? <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of Skelly God, I have to yeah. say. I'm not going to go in all in for this line, but I'm going to get me a Skelly God. <laughs> and I really like Moss Man, how he's got the power of Groot. Like, for the first time, we've yep. actually seen yep. action features where he's got an extendable wood wooden arm yeah. like branches I and like things. that too I think that's really cool playing to his powers yep, yep. so very cool very All right. good mm. and what about you Trent where are you sitting on oh that? look I like these uh, I really like like I said that classic design but also some of the characters are going to get upgrades so I think you know for me if, if they come locally I'll probably pick them up yep. I'd love to see them in stores yeah mm-hmm. you and me both um, I'm not Super confident they will, just because I've been heartbroken too many times before. But I'm definitely all in on this line, and I'm just hoping that the voice acting and the story matches what we've seen in terms of the stills for the animation. Because if it does, if it's all that sort of standard, I think we're in for a treat. All right, speaking of treats, PowerCon have got a bevy, a bevy of treats <laughs> for us. Um, in Masters of the Universe. And particularly in the Horde, which is fantastic, we're getting a couple of different packs. And we'll take you through these. But they're, as we know, I mean, PowerCon is uh, the He-Man and Shearer exclusive convention run by Val Staples, run every year. Um, obviously missed last year due to COVID. Um, but these are all now based on kind of the Masters of the Universe Origins bucks. Um, we're getting a multi-Horde pack. $150 each for the pack. And you get, this is a real, I, I love the deep cuts in this pack. You get a, a black Horde Trooper, a red Horde Trooper, the Filmation style coloring of Hordak, and the uh, black-faced uh, Grizzlor, which is a homage to the variant that was released in the original Master of the Universe line. So very, very cool four pack. We've also got the Faker two pack, which we get our Leo Faker and his Duplicat, which is a basically a battle cat repaint with some weird cybernetic face and teeth elements and claws. And really, really cool. I love this one. The Secrets of Grayscale accessory pack, $30 for basically three items. You get that, what originally was a cut piece of cardboard yeah. in the original Castle Grayscale. It's that spacesuit thing. That is now a fully realized and articulated action figure taking a one-up step on the Master of the Universe Classics version, mm. which is a which was a plug, essentially, oh, okay. a three-dimensional plug piece. We're getting, like, the uh, dungeon with kind of tentacle which monster coming sticker, in. Which was a sticker. Again, yep, sticker. a sticker, yeah, so yeah. sticker and cardboard. And something that was only ever realized in the mini-comic, the yeah, Spirit the, of uh, Grayskull. The uh, cooler um, Spirit of Grayskull. Yeah. So cool. So that... And, and funnily enough, um, I, I really love that... Uh, design in you know when they're walking away from gray skull and you see the skull it's yep. in the apparition appear in the smoke, background yeah. i thought i'd love to do a like a custom a 3d version of that and here we now have a translucent <laughs> Suddenly you don't need to i don't need right. to because it's fully realized yeah. so i think that's a really nice exclusive because it's yep. sort of deep cuts right absolutely and if you, you don't can... know the, those early mini comics yep. it means nothing hmm. to so, you or you don't know the original play set it means nothing to you the gray skull stuff and and, you know, as for Copycat and, and the Horde Troopers and that, they're really hardcore fans only. Yes. So, okay, question for you guys, all right? Let's break down this pricing thing, right? Mm. So let's say the figures are $20 each, right? So $20 uh, for Faker 2-pack, uh, so your Faker's 20 bucks and $40 for Duplicat, right? For the yep. cat, right? Sure. Fair enough. $20 for the um, the robot from Grayscale yep. and then $5 for the... Uh, uh, that's good the value. Thing, yeah. Right? Yeah. Very that good. one's great value right? for $30. Bucks. <laughs> $20 each for the Horde characters. So four, so that you know you get four characters. That's $80. Yep. And it's 150 Because it's the Horde. Oh, now. sorry, sorry, sorry. Because <laughs> we, we, we've done two of the same character in this pack uh, and we, we're gonna, we've done Hordak already and yeah. we've coloured him blue. And maybe Grizzlaw cost a little bit because we flocked him. You know, I don't know. I, Which, yeah. Help, I honestly help me understand don't. because it's, I'm, 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 I'm annoyed. Because it's like, the most popular one, because honestly. Of these three sets, of these three sets, which one do you think is going to sell out like that? The Horde pack, exactly. the four pack. Yeah, but it's, it's odd that 
it's the others have seemed so much cheaper in comparison. They do. I yeah. would have thought they'd all be inflated like that hundred yep. percent markup kind yep. of on what you'd buy at retail. And we know Thou has to run a convention. This is a yep. big part of funding. Yeah, we also know but that they would have much smaller production runs than a retail 100%, 100%. run. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But it's it's all like with that yep. logic. Oh yeah, yeah. No, why yeah. why are those I other see, two so cheap? I see your point. The price mm. difference is between those three exclusives is mind boggling. I could even understand the the secrets of Grayskull being a bit more expensive because you've got two molds with the, the the extra spirit itself and the the tentacle monster that probably and even the figure itself they're not going to be reused no, anyway. No, Whereas no. the other one is you know just a, a he man painted differently in a battle cat with a, a few bit of paint work as well. So yeah, the fact that secrets is the cheapest of the of all of them is is a bit strange. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's all I can speculate is yeah. its popularity yeah. that yeah, that one is going to be. be hot. And you, you know, pricing is what people are willing to pay for something. <laughs> exactly. And I think right. that's the answer in this case. People yeah. are willing to pay to get those four figures. I mean, we've never had official releases of those horde troopers in those. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm sh- yeah, true. But I'm sure they, those uh, horde troopers and Grizzlaw will be a future release. They will. So they're just yep. they're just beating the these characters to market. Yep. Is that why yep. they're they may yeah. be more expensive because you want they're, to get um, it for anyone else you pay for. But it. I just like, it just annoys me because that's the only set I want out of yeah. this and at 150 dollars and again that's another power con and I just can't justify. No, I, don't, I, I couldn't justify the Lords of Power mm. pack and the Shearer exclusive as much as I wanted those. They were just, I can't, I mean, you'd know what they came to, Australian yeah. dollars to get mm. them here and imported. Um, whether you went through Big Bad Toy Store or whether you got them from the... the I, I think I calculated them close to $100 a figure. Oof. Like, yeah, it was, a, it was expensive, yeah. you know. For, for what should be a $30 Australian figure, they were, they were, they were expensive yeah, figures yeah. and I passed on it because of price. Now, I'm not... I, I understand the... the pricing that goes into this yep so i try not to get too worked up about it i go it's not either i can afford it or i can't or i think it's value for money or it's not and if i don't feel like it's value i just won't buy and 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 i'll leave it at that but yeah i I see the the frustration it's a they're very for for some basic figures Mm. they're they're expensive yeah feel the wrath of shao khan all right on to some lighter uh news we've got some the images in pack images of the wind raider the master universe origins wind raider comes with a flight stand i don't quite understand the computer terminal at the base (laughs) of the flight stand Mm. but everything else looks fantastic i think there's going to be a lot of people's uh you know fill in for the The vintage one because the uh vintage one's wings always break off so a lot of people have like little uh, speedboat, you know, can now have wings. <laughs> uh, so I think this is fantastic. It looks really cool. And the fact that it the comes with a... Yeah, the fact that it comes with a flight stand, Helps. you know, yeah. full stop is awesome, I think. I am Iron Man. Moving on to some Marvel Legends news, and there's been a fair bit drop even just the day we are recording this. There was more reveals, and as Ben said, oh, we better add those because otherwise we're going to miss stuff. So they're really focusing in on this uh, Infinity Saga line. Now, when it was first revealed with, I think, Bro, Thor, and the Quicksilver, I sort of thought, oh, look, they're two what I class as special releases. People have been clamoring for them for a while. Where's the uh, Evan Peters uh, Quicksilver? And uh, where's our, our, our fat Thor, basically? Um, but it seems like this is a whole new subline that they're actually delving back into. It's been 10 years since some of these, you know, um, figures and, and movies sort of graced our screens. So we've got uh, a couple of number of two packs here. We've got Endgame, Iron Man, and Thanos. Now, this is this is probably another one that fans have been crying for. They're like, give us the, the beaten up Tony Stark at the end of Endgame, right as he's about to, you know, undo the snap sort of thing. You... Um, you get Iron Man, you get like two alternate heads, all the hands, the blast effects, you get his shield, you get a uh, a saber sort of thing, gauntlet that he has in the film, and you get Thanos with a Thanos-sized glove where he's doing the snap, three alternate heads, his weapon. Um, these feel like almost borderline Ultimates figures, yeah. um, but done in two packs, right? It's just, you know, no matter what part of the movie you want to represent, these these packs can do it. 
Uh, we also get our first look at uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins in plastic figure form uh, as Odin, um, seen in the Thor films, uh, looking very much out of like Thor 1 and 2, not so much Ragnarok where he just dresses like Anthony Hopkins would. Um, <laughs> but these are just all single figure release. We also get uh, uh, Iron Man Mark 3, which is pretty much the first from the first Iron Man film. Um, and again, you get alternate heads, you get alternate weapons. I will say, if you if you look at the pictures of that Iron Man, you would think for all the time they've had to digitize Robert Downey's face, they could get a better head sculpt that actually looked like Robert Downey. That one's a little bit it's a bit off. It's a yep. little bit disappointing for me. Uh, but the beauty of these these are all regular releases. You can pick them up at anywhere you can find your legends usually, um, and are set to be here in August. Can I can I just say the packaging for this uh, Iron Man Mark Three? Mm. That looks like a comic book cover. It looks so cool. Yeah, I really like good that. Call. Yeah, yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, they were going more to the. I mean, Legends have that very well. You know, same packaging they've had for a number of years now. They're moving more to this square. Seems like the square boxes are the like premium edition yep. figures, if you will. Um, but of course, you can't talk legends without talking some store exclusives that you can only get from certain places. Uh, Amazon have nabbed a two-pack that has Endgame Captain Marvel, so with a much shorter haircut, and Pepper Potts as Rescue. Uh, again, it's more sort of uh, Ultimate style. You get uh, the Infinity Gauntlet itself, so that Captain Marvel can whack it under her arm and fly across the battlefield. We get a, a this is to my knowledge. Oh no, there has been another Pepper Potts, hasn't there? With, yep. uh, where you get to see Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes, in, in the skirt, I think, and she's got the alternate arm. Yeah, from Iron yep. Man 3, yes. where she's... Yes, you're right. Uh, but yeah, we get uh, Pepper Potts unmasked. You get her wearing the mask, but with the face shield up, full mask. And I love the uh, backpack accessories you get with that, because that's quite prominent in the film. And the we've already had a rescue figure from about a year or so ago, and it didn't feature any of that. The other one that's got people's oh, attention yes. is uh, our first look at Happy Hogan... John Favreau. John Favreau. Yes. I want a John Favreau figure. <laughs> I can put him there directing my Mandalorian. Exactly yes. right. There's so like this is a guy who has been so intertwined with the the Marvel universe. It's amazing that this is the first figure. It's taken ten years to uh, to get him and stuff. Uh, sitting alongside in a two pack with uh, Iron Man Mark Twenty One. I believe to had to do my research on this one. This is one of those suits that shows up right at the end of Iron Man Three when mm-hmm. he enacts the house party protocol and yep. all the suits come in to you know help him fight the bad guys. So he's not in the suit or is not it in the suit. Yeah, yeah, robot suit. I tell you, you were talking a bit about face sculpts and likenesses. The um, Pepper Potts in Rescue mm. with the fully unmasked head. Yeah. It's like a Cersei Lannister. It's very different. Isn't like, it? I do, feel... do you reckon Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones... <laughs> That's a good shout, once, actually. <laughs> once she's had her hair chopped off? <laughs> yep. I think that one it does actually, if you look at some of the other shots, she does have the ponytail. But okay, you're right. right. Yep. The two faces side by side, you go, the one in the helmet... The helmet's yeah, fine. I can yeah, see yeah I like Paltrow that one. There. Yep. The other one, not so much. Yeah. I will say that and it, I'd be very interested to see the uh, Happy Hogan figure. Is he... A bit of a bulkier figure. It like, looks like it. It yeah. does. I mean, yep. certainly the face that the face is is dead on for John Favreau. But um, I I'd love to make sure that he's not just that regular superhero, you know, cut abs and and stuff that we're used to seeing. Um, with that, so yeah, so a few more Marvel Legends uh, out there for people to find. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Now we have a crossover from Playmates that none of us saw coming. Very exciting. Um, well, if you're around in the <laughs> 90s when they were crossing over Kirk and, and Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah, Turtles, when, you might have seen it coming. That's when Turtles became Kirk. This sounds like this is, this oh, is, true. This is true. not Len, This is not Turtles <laughs> becoming these characters. This is a two-pack. This is a two-pack with a crossover that's very exciting to see. Um, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja, Mutant Ninja Turtles drumroll versus Cobra Kai. <laughs> Very, it's so, it's so wacky. Very exciting um, for people like me that, that love both Turtles and, and Cobra Kai. Um, so we have, in um, the first two-pack, we have, um, just for Frank, Leonardo versus Miguel. We have uh, Raphael versus Sensei John Kreese. Michelangelo versus Daniel LaRusso. And Donatello versus Johnny Lawrence. So to clarify, these are from the Cobra Kai series, not like they're not well, meant we to be we old don't. school. Now I know there's no pictures at this point. Yeah, but Miguel is new. Only, is, he's he's from the new show. Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, he's from the right. new show. He's yeah. never right. in any of the Karate Kid films. Okay. Yeah. So if the naming 
looks correct, yeah. then this is this is very much the the Netflix show. <laughs> uh, now, do now the biggest question I have is what Ninja Turtles are these going to be? I don't correct. think this is going to be a new version of Ninja Turtles. Not, not oh, if not so. if Playmates's current form is anything <laughs> no. to go by. <laughs> Movie Splinter, anyone? Would, yeah, would, would, we can live in hope that maybe they re-release the story shells, but it's probably nineteen eighty-eight wave. It's eighty-eight. Do, do most you likely eighty-eight. Do you yeah. think they're going to wear geese or something? You know, what, I'm looking at. Um, is Ooh. it Michelangelo or whomever that's got the karate chop that wears the gi? Yeah. So yeah. you know, are they going to? That mold exists. But, yeah, um, yeah. But, or at least it did. But it, it, it did exist. Did, yeah, 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 you know, I, I don't know if Playmates have got... <laughs> I doubt it, given they don't have movie star splits. <laughs> I, I doubt just, they still... I just, I just get worried when it's just the four turtles because yeah, it's, it's so interpretive. Yep. Uh, yeah. And when they don't say, you know, it's Shredder that, or... It's either that or it's the 2012 turtles. Um, yeah, that's not a bad shout um, because they'd but, have... Yeah, yeah, they'd yeah. have those or it's a repaint of those... Eastman and Laird comic book ones that they've put out a few times. Mm. Well, because then that's the other thing. If if you're making, let's say they are the original 88 Turtles and they're standing next to a fully realised six-inch, you know, Johnny Lawrence with, you know, Legends-esque articulation, yep. that's going to look weird, It's going to look right? weird, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gonna look, yep. got to be similar It's going to look styles. as weird as a splinter being passed off as a movie star splinter. I'm not surprised if they do it. But yeah, it'll be, I'm, I'm fascinated by what the um, Miguel, Johnny Creese, Danny LaRusso are going to look like. Yeah. Are they going to be done in that almost Dick Tracy style or, st- <laughs> or Playmates? You know, like Star Trek? You know, when yeah. they're sort of like... Yeah. In that old, or they're going to be more modernized. Uh, well, they could they could shock us all, and they could go that six inch uh, turtles that they did a few years ago. Yep, that yep. you might remember the turtles classics line or whatever they called it. They could reuse those. But, the, but the then they need to be the the figures that need big. to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Otherwise, the turtle shells will be double the That's uh, true. you know the depth of the if, mm. you know the human characters. Anyway, um, in addition to those two packs, we also have a listing of more two packs. These are pure Ninja Turtles. So Michelangelo versus Bebop, Leonardo versus Rocksteady, Donatello versus Shredder, and Raphael versus Triceraton. Oh, now, that's the most exciting maybe they do. one. They, they've, yeah. they've, they've found a mold they didn't know they had. <laughs> do you think these may be the uh, old school turtles that we, you know, I think cherish most and likely. Love? Yeah. I'm really hoping so. Because when you I say mind buying. And getting getting some more triceratons. Yeah, when you say yeah, triceraton, yeah, yeah. that's the you know there's only been one or two triceratons throughout the whole. Yeah, r- well, there's a run, triceraton so. in the 2012 stuff, which is the only yes, sort true. of other and 2003 and and 2003 yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but are playmates smart enough? These are listed <laughs> between fifty and sixty dollars Canadian dollars uh, each, Ooh. and they are due to ship in October slash November 2021. There are no photos as of this recording, so it's up to yeah speculation at this time. Of, yeah, I'm I'm refusing to get my hopes up because I just know when the pictures land, I'm gonna. I'd rather have set my expectations low yep. and have playmates surprise me, Smart but I'm man. not holding out hope. Smart man, <laughs> I was kind of like you um, after that. They set my hopes up high after they announced that villain box yeah. box set. That I thought great, and there's some villains in there that hadn't been reissued, and some that hadn't been reissued in a long time. And it set a new standard. And then they showed that movie star uh, pack with Bum-bow. all the yeah, <laughs> all the reuse, the, the wave one splinter, and, and all the turtles sharing the same body because they reused the Leonardo mold four times. <laughs> uh, you know, totally different to what the old school movie star turtles were. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, no, smart man, Frank. Um, yeah. expectations, unfortunately, can still be low, and playmates can still disappoint you. Yeah. <laughs> We're flipping it onto the some good Ninja Turtle mute news. Super Seven are re-releasing all four of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in one single pre-order. Now this is the ultimate, yeah. Yeah, this has me kind of drooling. Uh, orders are open until Ju- June first. Made to deliver and delivery yes. yep. in January twenty twenty two. So. This is kind of my chance, but mm. at the same time, I know I, I I'll get silly and I'll order everything else. So <laughs> I'm trying not to, you know, hit the order button. You I'm, don't think you could draw the line at the tur- I, turtles I, I, and shredder? I'd like to know, think I can, but you know, then I'd want. Oh, I had you know, Krang as yeah, a kid. I had yeah, Leatherhead yeah. as a kid. You know, yeah, they're very. It, it is a slippery slope. You know, 
I say that as someone who probably couldn't stop myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just, um, if, if it was me in that yeah. boat. So I, I get what you're saying. It's a slippery slope and Darren's at the bottom of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm very much he's, at the bottom of it. He's lathered up and he's sliding down. <laughs> I've, I've got none of it. I've paid for it all and got none of it. So I'm very much at the bottom of it. <laughs> this is a really smart move from Super 7. And in the same way that when the Thunder Tank was announced, they re-released Wave 1 of the Thundercats because people were just like, oh, I'm in on the Thunder Tank, but damn, I missed Wave 1, you know, back when it was released. And like, well, here's your chance, boys. They've they've turned the machines back on. They know these are core characters. I can think of a few people who I've spoken to who just went, Ultimates is great, but I don't want to have to buy four waves. Bang, because all they want is the Turtles. You can now do it. Jump on, order it. I think this is very, do very clever. Do you wonder if this is the precursor to the, the Party Wagon? No, not from Super Seven. Just I, I don't think so. I think they've it's they've years away. yeah. I think yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a way away because of the Thunder Tank. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Don't I'd be interested to hear Brian's. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to hear his thoughts on it. I feel like there was a lot of negative reaction to the price point. Mm. Yeah, and it sold well enough though. And I think uh, they, look, they would pay probably more attention to that than than comments uh, on social media. I think so, but you you don't want to be inundated with negativity. On your post, it's not a it's not a good look, and it, it must be frustrating for Brian, I think. But I think much like Snake Mountain, they wanted to kind of get promise that thing, get it done, yep. and, and before they did before too much they, else. Yeah. Yeah. I think we will wait. Party wagon after Thundercats. All right, we also had some news from Super Seven with a tease of a big green reptile foot. The buzz is suggesting maybe Denver the Last Dinosaur <laughs> looks a lot like Rex from T-Story or even Reptar from Rugrats is like animated Godzilla yeah, even. Yeah, it, there's been lots of stuff. Like it could it's, be anything. It's pretty it? simple. Like yeah. and and I thought about it during the week because maybe it's as something as simple as a reaction figure, but it's so zoomed in that yep. it makes it, it makes your brain go, well, this is a a 6-inch or an ultimate scale figure. So, yeah, it's no more details forthcoming. Brian Flynn knows how to work people into a lather. Um, yeah, there's been... I don't know. Go find the pictures on Instagram and look for Brian Flynn and Super 7 and let us know what you think because we've all had a guess and I've got a feeling we're all going to be wrong. I like the idea of Reptile, but uh, I, I know I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Reptile yeah. would be cool. Yeah. Denver? Yeah. Denver the last... Does anyone Den- want to... Sing the Denver, Denver, the last dinosaur. He's, he's my friend, friend and a whole lot more. <laughs> dinosaurs, rocking guitars. Doesn't get much better, does it? He's got sunnies on, if I recall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, love it. Speaking of something I don't love, uh, <laughs> the new trailer for Venom 2 dropped, and I'm just going to say it. It's it's crap. <laughs> it's crap. <laughs> like, honestly. I didn't mind it. I went in with... Uh, I'd, I'd read a lot of the comments yeah. about, like, the buddy cop kind of thing going on between Tom Hardy and the Venom symbiote, yep. symbiote, whatever you say. Um, so I went in just going, this is going to be like trash. I, I didn't mind it. It was a bit... The it's cool. not, it's, a, it's it not was, a Pixar it film, was all right? Top no, of the bin but trash. It's Venom. It was like... That cooking sequence was a bit <sighs> rough, wasn't it? And then you said, like, they, the... they, they've got that on one hand. <laughs> yep. Juxtaposition with Woody Harrelson doing this menacing voiceover, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, the two things don't go together, no. guys. You can't... If you're going for this, you know, Venom versus Carnage, which would be cool to see. And in fairness, there's a there's a shot of Carnage at the end. And they look cool. In their monster forms, yep. both Venom and Carnage look cool. But you can't have... There were queuing up for this big monster <laughs> battle with, oh, you want bacon and eggs? Like, come on, pick a tone. Like, yeah, I know. I, I, I know. I've, I've grabbed a screenshot from our uh, Discord and because I this sums up my thoughts exactly, just put into better words than I can say. So this is Druss. I want Venom to be terrifying and evil. He tormented Spider-Man for yeah. years. Mm. Every time early appearance of Venom... He pushed Peter to breaking point, stronger, faster, invisible to uh, spider senses, mm-hmm. knew Peter's secret identity. Yep. He was a great villain, plus he's so creepy and insane, right? And then the follow-up was from BC Talk. I think that's part of the problem. Venom without Spidey is a little bit directionless. He isn't an especially deep character, so when you remove Spidey and their rivalry, what you are left with is a cool design and <laughs> yeah. not a lot else. <laughs> and, and, and a breakfast sequence. <laughs> yeah. That's what you've got. Yeah. Bacon and eggs. Oh, so, dear. Frank, you'll be off to see this in Dog Pass, no doubt? I'll be off to pirate this as fast as I can yeah. so I can delete 
eat it just as quickly. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, favorite toy parrot does not ever. <laughs> I, I started watching the first Venom film and I couldn't do it. Yeah, I turned it off. And yet, you know why? I think I've seen other memes uh, that basically go, "Oh yeah, this this movie exists because money." It like, is big in yeah. Japan. Exactly. All oh, right. It yep. made yep. It, that yep. Venom one made like yeah. eight hundred million dollars or something obscene like that because the yeah. Japanese or Chinese market, Chinese sorry, market. Yeah. Uh, was five hundred million of that. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah. it's crazy. There you go. Money talks, as they say. I feel a bit weird reading out this next one. Oh, Le- come on. Lego, uh, <laughs> Lego, Lego Masters season three <laughs> is. Um, we're, we're at the business end. I mean, mm. there's two episodes yeah. to go. Uh, so it's really down to the final four going into that. Um, there was a special guest. There was a there? special guest. Who was, was it? Who was it, Trent? Yeah. Well, it, the, the anticipation as that roller door went up. Did you see the ads? They yeah. had the ads of it yeah, and yeah. it cut before it got to the head. I was like, I know that T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it was... Yeah, it was... Well, it was It was our friend uh, David uh, who did... That. He does all of... I'm wearing actually a Days Video Graveyard T-shirt that he worked on. Yeah. Um, did that T-shirt for me to, to go on Lego Masters because the... The frustrating thing about going on a TV show is you just... Like, I wanted to wear this shirt yeah. on there and I wasn't allowed. The Days Video Graveyard wouldn't let me. I wanted to, anything licensed, anything nah. that the art has been done, even if it's like super generic, they, they go, we need what? sign off by the artist. Some, wow. Someone was wearing a minifigure t-shirt it was it was a sort of a you know stencil of it but it was clearly minifigure mm. and they were allowed to get away yeah, with but it, i so guess it is lego, lego. It's yeah. still it's still house. anyway yeah. so mm. so trent you were on the lego masters again yeah oh, awesome. you're back and back. you were commentating uh, the lego race mm. and and so i was thinking it was going to be gravity fed yes. but it was all power powered by motors without wheels yep they took all the wheels out i, th- <laughs> yeah. I love that yeah. and i think some of the comments i've seen from our international listeners they who have watched the uh, the both the UK and the American version of this show they go the Australian version just seems to do some of the same challenges but they twist it and they do something fun and more exciting with it than any of the other two variants and and this was a great example of that where okay you have to make the fastest car sure but we've taken all the wheels and all the tires out of the brick pit okay ready go and everyone's like how do we do this yeah. I thought it was genius yeah. very cool so how did how did you go from your experience because you've been c- keeping this quite to your you know chest all this time yeah look i I, yeah obviously have to keep these things very very tight with the confidentiality and non-disclosure agreements but um came out so a lot of people were surprised they're like oh i think i saw you on tv um again (laughs) but that was cool to go back actually really cool to go back and be involved from the other side of production so as a contestant on these shows the whole thing is just keep you in the dark like you don't know what's going on they want to show the surprise as these challenges are revealed so to be on the other side and be involved in kind of working out the the comic relief with Hamish and <laughs> and um you know being part of the challenge knowing about the challenge months in advance nice. and and being party to that and then actually just getting on set and chatting to all those friends that I made you know backstage and and you know, the the story producers and and the directors mm. and and all those camera guys sound engineers all those guys great to see them again so it was really really fun to be back you could see a lot of respect for you coming from the contestants from this season as well, which was really nice to see that, you know, they appreciated you were there and, you know, they had such respect for your enthusiasm for Lego and Fashion Fleur in particular. I think. Fleur, yeah, yeah Fleur, yeah. Fleur um, she, she wrote to me. Um, she fangirled. She, fa- she fangirled. <laughs> she wrote to me the morning of the episode and said, I wonder how many um, cuts they're going to have of me fangirling over you. But one thing they cut <laughs> from the from the sequence because uh, I was all mic- I'm, I'm mic'd up I've got headphones yeah. on and the headphones in fact are a, a bit of a gimmick yeah, because I'm, I'm doing so. the race call so yeah. I'm wearing these this really old school like 1980s. 90s yeah sort of <laughs> commentator set so I can hear everything that, that all the contestants are saying and as I walked in that door when Fleur saw me she goes oh my god I love Trent so <laughs> it was just cl- classic classic moment we're not that sort of reality TV show <laughs> sorry no Fleur. no this isn't married at first sight <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some very interesting news about uh, Lego Masters, though. Uh, David Knox of TV Tonight um, has reported on his website that um, there's confirmation that the Nine Network Australia has commissioned both season four and five of Lego Masters going forward, and they're looking for expressions of interest for people who want to audition for season four now. Yeah, auditions are open. You can get on mm. there, get on the website, put in an application. I recommend anyone that's on the fence to, to go for it. Um, my good friend Billsy from season one, he came on the show 
shortly yeah. after they they'd aired season one, and he said the same thing. And that was really the genesis of yeah. what made me decide to go on the show. So um, definitely give it a crack if you have any any sort of skill in Lego. I think this is really interesting because up until now, this is the first time they've greenlit two seasons in one go. Yeah. In one go, and and I, without any knowledge of what's going on here. I'm going to speculate that season five is all stars. Oh, yeah. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> I wondered that. Uh, look, and it's just literally because why would you? And maybe back, maybe yeah. it's just the popularity of the show. Yep. But yep. I reckon season five, I'm not a big reality TV show watcher, mm. but it yep. seems like a good spot to yep. put in an all star. Well, they're, they're, yeah. Complaining, yeah. they're complaining about Big Brother, uh, you know, watching views are down massively. And it's mm. like, well, because you're, you're competing with uh, Lego Masters. Yeah. Like, like here's, here's Lego Masters. It's just fun. It's yeah. for the whole family. Yep. There's no bickering and things. There's, you know, it's just super fun. And you switch over to Big Brother and it's just, yeah. like, just <laughs> yeah. terrible. Well, to, to and that the point. other thing is they've split the reality TV audience three ways because MasterChef is on the yes. same yes. time oh, as other yeah. it, it, the... and And I think, you know, as popular as reality television is, the audience is only so big. Yes, And, correct. you know, when you subdivide three ways, there's always going to be a loser or two mm. in, in that kind of split. Well, I think it's I'm Big Brother I'm very grateful it's not Lego yeah. Masters no. because yeah. it's yeah. the one and only reality show that I like that well, I have any time for. Because I, I, I truly think Lego Masters is the wholesome, family fun yep. Yep. show You're of the it. of those three. It's the oh, anti-reality yeah. show because there's no, <laughs> there's no backbiting, there's no bickering, there's no um, nastiness, and you've even got a judge that shows emotion when oh, he has to send so someone good. home. Yeah. Um, and shows his humanity. You know, it's not like Idol or something where you know, boo. You know, yeah, you know, out. You, you're out. You know, you, you're not talented or anything. You know, it's a man with real emotion and real, real compassion, and just wants to see all eight teams, you know, succeed. That's it. Know, I'd, and I'd, and he wears that on his sleeve. And yeah. you know, we were talking about it in our chat. And yeah. you know, it's the anti-reality show, reality show, and that's what what I think. Um, well, certainly what I like about it and what we like about it at home and I imagine that's why it cuts through. Right, well, that said, I do love a good Hamish storm out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he did that. So, and then, to <laughs> your did. point, Ben, you but know. But that was a parody. No, that's that it. That was just exactly parody. it. There's been no drama. Oh, I've, just, I've had enough of this. Yep. Just like mouthing nothing at the camera. As he Who's got the better beard? Well, I don't have the better beard. <laughs> that's it. I'm storming out. classic. Very good. All right. Well, that wraps the news. We're going to go round the room now for our next segment, which is modern toys that are damn near perfect. Ben, what have you you've brought yours in? I've, yes, I brought mine in. Yep, yeah, because for uh, just in case anyone's forgotten what he looks like, mm. I have got the uh, Matty Collector Superman. Uh, you know, what do you call it? Villain Doomsday, right? And the reason I think this guy is perfect, he came out in two thousand fourteen. Uh, for, straight from the Matty Collector website, a uh, bit of a backstory. They he comes into the uh, Matty Collector with the full green cryogenic suit, like the sort well, of. There was astronaut. a vote, wasn't there? Like he, he had to pledge. He he came in. He came like they the, only got enough money to do the 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 suit one. Yes, first. that's right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And then then they decided oh, we're yeah. going to do it anyway. Yeah. Mm. So the green one came in the astronaut suit yep. first, and I thought that you know nah, easy pass. It's, it looks cool and all. But uh, it's such a fleeting, you know, yeah. yep. uh, couple of this panels. This is the iconic. And yeah. then, and then this full monster one version came out. And the reason, I mean, there's been a lot of doomsdays. Uh, there's been the uh, multiverse doomsday. There's, uh, you know, storm collectibles oh, yeah. have done uh, doomsday. Uh, doomsday's done quite a numerous times. The reason I love this one is because I read the comics. I read the first introduction to doomsday was I got the death and life of Superman the uh, novelization back when I was like 18 circa 2000 and I bought it secondhand from a shop not not I'm not a huge Superman fan but I knew you know this knew death and was, life of yeah. Superman was story was major, yeah. was awesome you know big thing so I read through that and that crossed over with the Justice League the you know all the other you know DC crossover uh, stories and it just built up Doomsday to be this you know such an apocalyptic character and uh, this is straight from the comic book panels. You know, this is the most iconic mm. version of Doomsday. He's uh, not super articulated, but he's got the articulation in exactly the right spots that you want to. Comes with a, um, you know, torn up Superman uh, cape uh, that he, you know, holds on his fist, which I just think is so cool. And I just think this guy is wicked. He's super beefy. He's mm. probably, what, 10, 11 inches tall, 
I'd yep. say. Yeah, I'd yeah. say, yeah, yep. he, he towers over Superman. Yeah, he is just fantastic. So if I never, ever, I don't think I'll ever need another Doomsday again. Mm. This guy is absolutely perfect in my collection for the representation uh, that he had in the comic books. Yep, good call. Perfect. It's mm. a great figure. I love that one. Yeah, myself. I for those who have been on our Toy Power Discord will know that I have not stopped raving about the uh, Super 7 Ninja Turtle Ultimates figures. They are my Master of the Universe classics, to be honest. I will buy anything and everything. Um, but I had to single out, we're talking about just one. And Trent, correct me if I'm wrong, but is this the same figure that you shouted out when you got your three out of four of that wave? Is this the figure that you picked as, oh my God, this is... I know Bax is your personal favourite. But as far as a perfect figure, I'm holding in my hands the the foot soldier from Wave One of the Ultimates. Um, is that is that the one you shouted? I can't out? remember if I did shout it out, but I may as well have because it is a <laughs> bloody good figure. It's, look, it's just amazing. Like it's anyone who remembers the original toy that this is based off. There's that weird hunchback sort of gangly arms to it, which is relatively accurate to what we see in the cartoon, which is where that sort of design comes from. Ninja pose. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but this is just, it's got, you know, you mentioned about articulation, Ben. It's not not Marvel Legends articulation. There's no double jointed elbows and, and knees going on here. But for, the, for this design, it just works. And the accessories are all perfect. Uh, if I had to pick a winner from Wave One, it's it's the Foot Soldier. For cool me. man. Yeah, right. Yep. Nice. He's cool. just you know. But I, it, what I love about the Foot Soldier, and I think you, you hit on this point, it's a bit much like Shredder, hmm. is that we got these preposed figures in the original line. Now we love that line. That hmm. line is is so iconic for us, exactly. and I love that version of the Foot Soldier. But now we can stretch out the legs. We yep. can we can stretch out the arms. We can have him totally upright, or we can yeah. put him in that pose. And I think that is what makes this version of the figure so cool yep. is it's it's it was what was missing in that first figure and it creates the perfect version yes yeah it can be all things yeah yeah so i know you're not an army builder but how oh, many of these are you gonna buy tempting it's yeah it's just the, the price point yeah. if, if they were like on the shelf here in even at the, the, that same sort of price i probably would get yep yep uh, i think my deal number would be like three in total yep. and you can sort of have them you know fanning along or maybe well, maybe four um, but it has sort to of, be an even number. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Shredder in the middle, flanked by two foot soldiers on either side. Yeah. It's just by the, with the price and, and the shipping to get these guys to Australia, it's a, it's a bit of an ask. So, uh, you know, I, I've got the one at the moment. I could, you know, I could be convinced to get some more. Someone twisted the man's arm. <laughs> yes. If I reissued them like in a wave of, say, four foot soldiers. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Don't give Ryan Flynn bright <laughs> ideas, all right? <laughs> I chose, um, it was a tough call for me, and I'm probably um, jumping in before Trent. Sorry about that, mate. No, you're okay. It was a tough call for me. Well, I narrowed it down to something that I thought was a gap that had never been met, and I came down to the the Super 7 1987 um, Master Universe motion picture figures out of the um, you know William Stout collection. Um, for me, they just they filled that gap that, that had been sitting in, in, I guess, my toy collection you know since 1987 really you know they have a he-man and a, you know a couple of you know flawless skeletals that that really look so screen accurate it's not funny no uh, which one though? Who, who'd you, you choose I don't know. Know. one, <laughs> one. Choose? the whole wave yeah, the whole maybe wave. without karg yeah yeah maybe um i'm probably going to go with um skeletal funnily enough even god skeletal or regular skeletal? probably regular skeletal yep you know um, but they're all awesome no, very good call. This was a, you know, I, I went around my toy room today making this decision and I took a number of photos of figures that I think met the criteria and and I'll just run through a couple very quickly that made my shortlist. I had the, the SH Figure Arts Harley Quinn, mm. which is just for the size and scale, sort of like a I think a you shouted inch. that one out before. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, she yeah. is a great She's figure. just I've beautifully well, looking. Yeah. Love that one. I took a picture of just OG Skeletor, but I, I went past uh, that that Dark Despot Skeletor from the movie, but I just love that OG Skeletor. Took a picture of um, Hot Toys, Michael Keaton, Batman from 89 Batman. But the one that wins it, and I think, Ben, you will agree with me to some degree on this one, that it is a perfect version, is the Masterpiece Soundwave. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, now, yeah. now nice. I, I remember um, I, I wasn't into Masterpiece at all. When I came over to Ben's house one day, 
And we were in his lounge room because he's got some detolfs sitting in his lounge room where the TV is. And he goes, showed me, you had Soundwave there yep. and you had uh, Sound, Sound Blaster as well. And you were just like, this figure is just perfect. Mm. It's just, it's, you know, it's just the best representation of Soundwave. It's not going to get any better than this. And I think that next day I went into Shin Tokyo <laughs> and like I saw a Soundwave on the shelf and I just bought it. And yeah. that started off my masterpiece journey. Oh, but sorry. Oh. Hashtag, <laughs> so like, hashtag not sorry. A, a, 80 masterpiece oh. and, and knockoff. You apologise to Leanne. Not to- <laughs> yeah, I should. Yeah, that, yeah. That's why he's yeah. never come around to your house, Ben, because the last it. one was a really expensive yeah. visit. <laughs> but I think it, it's so true that Soundwave's so iconic and that version of him is just... I can I, I, look. I love the G one version, right? G one's very special, but there's something about the MP and the the way it transforms, the look in the face, the cassettes that you can get with him. It's just yeah, the Megatron gun he comes yeah. with. Oh. again, the fact that you're able to bend his arm in ways that you yeah. couldn't, and you can have him like a G one, like a yeah. falconer holding yes. you know yep. the cassettes. Yep. It's just it's a it's a phenomenal figure. Um, I mean, shout out to Masterpiece. They've done some amazing work. They've also, you know, like I looked at the MP44, uh, the Optimus. Yep. And I'm like, you know, it's a brilliant figure, let down a little bit by the backpack and the Mm. transformation. But minor gripe, but this is, you know, the damn near perfect. So I had to kind of be really, really a hard marker on this, this sort of thing. Have you ever transformed it? No. No, neither. I don't don't think I needed to. I'm like, (laughs) it's it's, perfect as it is. It's perfect as it is. The other shout out I did give was I think those Ninja Turtles. Necker figures from the movie those four turtles are just insane i know yep. we obviously got the big one quarter scale ones first and mm. then Necker went back and did the six inch but that to me i, I never need another movie figure mm-hmm. i don't care what you do in the future yeah, right. you're virtually not going to make that figure any better maybe the joints if you go okay the Necker joints can be a bit bit iffy but in terms of the the figure and the paint apps for what is what is really what was I mean for us even in Australia a forty dollar figure, sensational it's a steal, mm. isn't yeah. it? Yep. Mm. Yeah. People are getting their accessories packs yeah. as well. Hopefully, yes. ours Alter- alternate heads and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ours are where, where did that way. come from? Did you have to go to the next store? Yeah, direct from next store. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. I think you were on a tea stop at the time. I was on a so tea stop. I don't have one coming. Yeah. No, I remember you saying you weren't jumping in. No, mm. I, I was a bit envious. I think when I saw BC Talk had had his on the way. <laughs> yeah, so yep. it's a very cool pack. Yeah, that Domino's pizza um, box as well looks very. Yeah, cool. Yeah, there's that, so many know. different, and they're all, a lot of them are really deep cuts from the movie and stuff, yep. which is you have to. They, know they actually really had well. to get the license for Turtle Wax to create the really? little yes. thing. Yeah, they had to go to Turtle Wax, and then Neck is like, "Oh, we have to get you know, we want to make copyright. it into a toy." Yeah. What the hell do you want that for? You know? <laughs> like it was so, yeah. this film. <laughs> it's it's le- legit. Naughty, naughty, yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah, wax on, wax off. Mm. Yeah. Got to get it in there. That's fantastic. Mm. All right, that wraps. I love that. I love going around and the criteria of mm. picking the the perfect or near perfect toy is fantastic. Um, we do have a shout out for a new patron that has joined, Adam One. So, Adam, thank you very much for joining the, the Discord and uh, becoming a patron. It's great to have you on board. And a very special shout-out to one of our fellow podcasters here, <laughs> Mr. Frank Allen, for his new podcast, The Bluey Show, The Hammer Barn Project. So this is, if anyone doesn't know Bluey, it's essentially a kid's yep. cartoon, much in the vein of things like Peppa Pig, and um, that style he's way better than oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not disputing that um, an Australian yes. so very cool um, how's that all going Frank? yeah so look we've only uh, dropped the three episodes uh, so far but it's myself and uh, two gentlemen I have known for usually like 20 plus years something along those lines uh, one of whom's also uh, a recent dad like myself and another one who is not a dad but he is an uncle to like I don't know, like a dozen kids with with his three via his siblings and stuff, and we were just sort of chatting one day. Oh, Bluey, and then we we literally had a forty minute conversation about how great this show was, and I was, and I went away from that going, hey guys, I I think there's something here. Like you know, we should we should do that, but with microphones essentially. So yeah, we've been uh, doing that, having a bit of fun, very early days, um, but yeah, just getting the. Uh, the word out there. So if you love uh, love Bluey, look us up the Hammer Barn Project. For those who know they're blue, they'll understand that reference. Hammer Barn is essentially Bluey's version of Bunnings and their local hardware store. 
Um, and you know, we're all uh, manly men on this show, so we love power tools and, and stuff, allegedly. So we thought we'd Tim Allen it up a little bit. And uh, yeah, make that the basis of, uh, of our show. It's a great show. I've listened to all three episodes oh, thanks, and man. I'm really looking forward to them, to whatever you've got in the future because oh, no. uh, they're really mate. cool. Yep. Cool. Very good. On that note, we'll wrap this episode of Toy Power. Thank you very much for tuning in and to all our members, our patrons on the Discord. Thank you for your contributions and we hope to see you around the toy aisles. Take care and stay safe, everyone. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people want to learn more go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows well they're not more awesome than us but yeah. oh, oh, oh.